children of the flock, welcome. Welcome once again for a Sunday sermon. And it is I, Pastor Petey, of Pastor Petey's place for parishioners, both pompous and proletariat alike. Woo, Father God. Beautiful Sunday we have. Fall is in the air, baby Jesus. Woo. You know, a lot of people say that fall begins on September 23rd. Pastor Petey disagrees. Fall in the South does not officially begin until Pastor Petey can see both of his titty nipples through his shirt. Woo! I can see them now, Father God. They're poking out, and they're ready for some chili. Amen. That's right, Father God. The days of vinaigrette salads and gazpacho are behind us. Woo! And taking their place is cornbread and white beans. Can I get an amen? Amen, Pastor. Thank you, Deacon Ricky. I can go ahead and tell that I'm going to need to get you a new belt for Christmas. Woo! May want to wear sweatpants. Speaking of fall, we do have a couple of announcements here before we get to the prayer requests and the sermon. The fall festival is coming up, and we, of course, have always enjoyed the fall festival here at Pastor Petey's place. Uh, it's a wonderful place to take your children. Nice family environment. Of course, we all remember last year when we was bobbing for apples and Sister Sheila lost her teeth in the bowl, Father God. Woo! Little Timmy was in for quite a surprise. This year will be no different. We will be bobbing for apples. Woo, Father God. We will play musical chairs. And, of course, there will be a cakewalk. And while we are on the subject of the cakewalk, Pastor Petey needs to draw a line in the sand and make one thing clear. While Pastor Petey has always strived to be a beacon of inclusivity in a world that so often ostracizes those for being different, I will have to ask that you refrain from bringing a gluten-free cake to the cakewalk. Father God, I know you got diverticulitis, Sister Becky, but most of us don't. And Father God, we don't have to want to eat a, a bad cake just because you have to. Bring your own cake if you got gluten problems. Matter of fact, Pastor Petey will have a whole room full of gluten, gluten-free cakes you can enjoy, but just don't put them in the cakewalk, Father God. Dampens the mood. That said, we will be offering a vegan chili, but it will have, and please hear me when I say this, it will have extra beans, Father God. White ones, kidney beans, pintos, all made in a vegetable broth. Also, I would be remiss if I did not mention Mention, Father God, not winching. You know, sometimes I get filled with the Holy Spirit, Father God, and the words come off my tongue all silky and wrong. Father God, I'd be remiss if I did not mention the allegations that came up in the wake of our church softball team's magnificent victory this past weekend over the Trinity Tabernacle Turtles. Father God, real name, after leading the team with Four home runs and seven RBIs. Our very own sister Jody was called into question by the Church Athletic Commission and accused of using PEDs, performance enhancing drugs, Father God. They were getting ready to put an asterisk, asterisk by our victory, Father God, until Sister Jody, on her own will, volunteered for a drug test. Father God, the shame. As it turns out, her testosterone levels had just been temporarily raised because some of her husband's propecia spilled over in the egg salad. Father God, 
Brother Bill, I told you that receding hairline's gonna cost us one day, Father God. You look good though. And now on to our prayer request for the evening. Sister Marjorie Whippleman. I think I'm reading that right. Yes, Sister Marjorie Whippleman writes in. Pastor Petey and Father God, please pray for my boy, my least, my youngest boy, Lucius Whitman. Father God, he's a sweet boy. He's a bright boy. He's in kindergarten and he can't stop eating crayons. Father God. Well, I'd just like to say in defense of little Lucius, if they didn't want you to eat the crayons, they shouldn't give them such delicious names, Father God. Macaroni and cheese. That's the name. Crayola gived it. Only advice I can offer is perhaps make your crayons at home with organic wax. Burt's Bees, perhaps. But I can tell you this right now, a couple crayons ain't gonna do near the damage that Tyson chicken nuggets did to me in my youth. Father God, our parents had us drinking Sunny D like it was water. It was nothing but golden colored liquid sugar, Father God. Let's bow our heads. Father God, we come to you today, us children of the flock, asking for your guidance, for your wisdom, and most importantly, for your grace. Father God, we ask that you will guide the congressional hearings on the impeachment processes so that justice may be served and swift. Father God, it seems like so many of these people use the word impeachment like I use the word apropos. They don't know what it means, but they just know they like to say it. Father God, I still don't get that one. Father God, we do ask you that perhaps in the next presidential cycle, whether that be four or whether that be eight years, Father God, if we could please have an impeachment hearing free presidency, Father God. We know, Father God, that it might be too much to ask that we have a country where both sides of the line get along with each other and respect each other's beliefs. Father God, we know that may never happen. But short of that, Father God, do you think it's in your power for us to have a president that isn't either a co-conspirator to 78 counts of criminal negligence and activity or one that looks like he's two weeks away, Father God, from sitting in a bathtub chair eating prunes at the nursing home, Father God. Not that there's anything wrong with it, Father God. Just think that maybe the leader of the free world needs to be able to string a sentence together, Father God. And Father God, we go back to one of our earliest prayers. We ask you to guide George R.R. R. Martin's hand as he hopefully finishes the last of his A Song of Ice and Fire books, Father God, for it's the only thing I can think of right now that may possibly unite this country, Father God. Remember the old days, Father God, when we'd stand around the water cooler, not talking about Republican this or Democrat this, Father God, but instead we'd be talking about what hijinks Kramer got up to that week on Seinfeld, Thursday night, must see TV, Father God mad about you, friends, Seinfeld, all-star lineup. Gone are the days, Father God, we beg that you will bring us back to their bosom once more before we see the end times, Father God. And one last thing, Father God, if you see fit, for a nation, for a nation that so desperately needs something to believe in, Father God, needs something to cling to, Father God needs hope. Please, for the love of God, don't let Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey go through a public heartbreaking breakup anytime soon, Father God. I don't think we can handle it. 
That said, Father God, we do all know that were that to happen, Father God, the next album would be a certified banger, Father God. Now, children of the flock, on to the message. I will share with you a parable of something that happened in my very own life that made me look at the world in quite a different way, Father God. This is going to sound silly to some of you, and perhaps I won't explain it as best as another person could, but I'm going to try, Father God. Bear with me. Me and my wife have a great many assortments of those cups, the Yetis, Father God, the Camel Pops, Father God, and of course, my wife now has the coveted Stanley, Father God. They keep you drink cold, keep it warm, hours on time. Can't live without these cups, Father God. They are ubiquitous in our household. And along with these travel cups, Father God, if you use them and have used them for a while, and if you're someone like us, the Perkinses, who are trying to cut back on plastic to save the dolphins, Father God, you will have come in contact with a reusable metal straw, Father God. Now on one of our particular metal straws, Father God, there's a nodule at the bottom, a little indention that makes it so that the straw cannot just fall nimbly-wimbly easily out of the top. Gets caught on the lid, Father God. It's a great feature, wonderful feature, especially when you have a young'un who likes to grab at your straw and try to pull it out your drink. It makes it impossible with this particular straw. Wonderful feature I'm certain from Amazon my wife purchased. How this must work is you stick the straw in first and then the lid goes on top of the straw, you see. You wouldn't have been able to do it the other way because of the nodule that I mentioned. Now, the other day I was going about my business, Father God, walking around preparing my sermon for all you children of the flock, going over my prayer requests, sending my weekly letter to the Nestle Corporation, begging them, Father God, on my knees if they could see fit to bring back the Butterfinger BBs, Father God. Off subject, but Pastor Petey has posited at certain points that the cure to COVID was in Butterfinger BBs. Think about it. You ain't ever heard of COVID, nor the bird flu, nor the swine flu. They discontinued Butterfinger BBs, and all of a sudden we ain't been right since, Father God. Someone get me the ingredient list. But I digress. I was mostly minding my own business, and I had concocted me a cold drink in one of those aforementioned Stanley Cups, Father God. And for reasons that I will save until the end, I had that metal straw with the nodule that normally goes inside the liquid. Well, I had it upside down, Father God, in my cup the wrong way. Even though my wife, Father God, never notices when I clean up around the house, do the dishes, take care of the child, do any of that stuff, that which I know I'm supposed to do, but still, never notices when I do anything good. Father God, I assure you that as soon as I take one step out of line, she's the first one there with binoculars to throw the red flag like an NFL referee. Foul play on Pastor Petey. So of course she noticed. She looked at me, making fun of me. You see, because I had the straw in wrong, she let that lead her to believe that I didn't know how the straw worked to begin with, Father God. She looked at me and said some version of, oh my God, you know that if you have the straw in like that, it completely defeats the purpose. Like, that's not how it's supposed to go. Like, la, 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 la. That might be a rude impression, Father God, but that's how I remember it at least. 
It, of course, was no big deal, Father God, but I do not care for the insinuation that I'm stupid in any situation, Father God. I, of course, then had to explain to her, no, you don't understand. I know how the straw works. It's just that the straw can't work like that in the current set of circumstances that I'm experiencing. You see, you see, Amber, we are out of ice. The ice machine that I ordered won't be here till Saturday, Father God. And I didn't have time to go down the street and get a bag of ice because I've been watching the baby all day and it didn't seem worth it to put him in the car and put him at risk just to go down to the gas station, Father God, and get a bag of ice. Especially since every time I go down to the gas station, there's somebody trying to fight. Somebody, Father God. Usually about Kyle Bush. So instead of going to get a bag of ice in wanting to keep my drink cold, I instead opted to take a couple of my Arctic Freeze Gatorades the small ones, put them in the freezer, Father God, and freeze them. Once they had frozen, Father God, into a, a solid, I decided that I would use them as my ice cubes. I put one of my tiny Gatorade beverages in my Stanley Cup, Father God. It fit like a glove. Filled my drink on top of it, cold as ice. But herein lies the problem, Father God. The Gatorade bottle was taking up too much surface area. I couldn't get the straw in the way that the straw is supposed to go in, Father God. Impossible. Because as I said, you're supposed to put the straw in first, then the lid, but you can't do it when it's encumbered by a frozen Gatorade bottle, Father God. But after looking for a second, I realized that if I put the straw upside down, it would slide in there just so-so. I explained this to my wife, thinking that she was going to Revel in my brilliance, Father God. She, of course, looked at me and said, Oh, okay, no big deal. And it wasn't a big deal, Father God, and I shouldn't have got so torn up about it, but in that moment, I realized something that I would like to leave you with today, children of the flock. Whenever you see somebody doing something, and it don't seem like the way you would do it, or it don't seem like it might be the way it should be done in the first place, Father God, before you lay judgment on them, ask yourself, what are the special circumstances that has led them to this decision, Father God? Perhaps you can't see it, but it's just so possible that they too have a frozen Gatorade in their drink, Father God. And all God's people said, Amen! Pastor Petey will be back next week with a couple fun additions to the program. We thank you all for tuning in here at parttimefunnyman.com. The offering plate is always going around $5 a month if you enjoy the program and we're doing. If you get benefit out of it, consider donating there. $5 a month. Cup of coffee, Father God. Pumpkin spice just around the corner. Children of the flock, Brother Corey, we'll see you again this Tuesday with another episode of Colonel Cornbread and the case of the Confederate Ruby. I'm certainly into it. And we'd once again like to thank each and every one of you who has already bought round here and over yonder the travel guide that Brother Corey just wrote. Number one in England, travel today on Amazon. Father God, we are grateful. We appreciate you and consider telling a friend. And as always... Don't do nothing I wouldn't do, but if you're going to, say it with me. Do it twice. Father God.